Hello! Today we head to Hawaii on a little adventure in the ocean. I had a pretty cool thing that I got to do and I want to tell you about it here in a few minutes. Also, we'll visit the Pretendomatic and hear from Zachariah. Well, sort of. He couldn't talk, so we might have to hear more from Elizabeth. And, of course, we have a What's It, a random nature fact, game show, and so much more. I'm so glad you're here on God's Great Earth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Rich Aguilera. I'm so excited that you're joining me today. No matter where you are in the world, I am excited about all the cool stuff that we're going to be talking about on today's show. So, are you ready? Let's get going. As usual, I love to start off every episode with a brain teaser. And of course, this helps to sharpen our brains, to get us ready. It's like a little brain exercise. Make us think a little bit. Get us ready to learn. Brains ready? Ears fully open? Are you ready? Because today's brain teaser comes to us all the way from Taos, New Mexico, from Zimri S. And this is the brain teaser. What five-letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it. Hmm. I'll read that again. What five-letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? Oh, whoa. All right. <laughs> That's almost confusing. All right. Well, you think about that a little bit. Of course, I will reveal the answer at the end of the episode. Get your whole family to take guesses and see if you can figure out the answer to that brain teaser. Of course, if you have a brain teaser that you would like for me to share on the show with everyone all over the world, please go to our website and submit one there. Our website, as always, is godsgreatearth.com. And when you get there, you'll see the spot right there, the form where you can send in your brain teaser. Thank you so much for sending those in. Keep them coming. And now it is time for the greatest adventure. Today's God's Great Earth Adventure is called Your Eyes Have Been Opened. I love to go snorkeling. No matter where I go, I'm always looking for the best snorkeling spots to visit. And when I was in Hawaii a few years ago, I did a little bit of research and found out that on the island of Oahu, there was a pretty good snorkeling spot at Hanauma Bay, which is actually a volcanic crater. We drove a little ways from Honolulu till we reached a crater and parked up by the rim. The bay had been formed within the crater and probably a full one-fourth of it was open to the ocean while the rest of it was protected, like a crater. Since our boys were little at the time, this was a pretty big advantage. We walked down to the crater to the beach in front and found a really nice spot. I got my snorkeling gear out and headed into the water. Now, fortunately, the time of year that we went, there was not many people there. So I think the fish were just not scared off because I saw hundreds and hundreds of fish of all colors and sizes. I even spotted a green sea turtle. Now, my boys were about five and two at the time. And during the whole time that I was snorkeling, they were having fun splashing around in the water right at the edge of the shore. Now, after I snorkeled for a little while, I went up to the shore and convinced my older son to see what I was doing. I put my mask and snorkel on his head and showed him how he could use the mask 
to put his head underwater and to see what was there. He was shocked to see how many fish had been swimming around him all that time. When he came back up now, he had a completely new perspective on the place that we were at. Wow! Now, when we go under the baptismal waters, we also come up as a new person with a completely new outlook on life. Our sins are washed away, and now we live with the hope and joy that can only come from the Father. If you have not been baptized yet, I invite you to accept God's gift and sacrifice so that you can experience true joy and happiness. Acts 22.16 says, And now why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash your sins away, calling on his name. Alrighty, it's time for the what's it. What was that thing I heard? Have you ever heard a sound and you're trying to figure out what came from that sound? What made that sound? <laughs> yep, that's what this time is. We're going to play a sound for you. Your job is to see if you can figure out what made that sound. And of course, I hope your whole family will jump in on this to see if you can figure out what's making this sound. Some of these can be hard. Some of these can be easy. Of course, I will now play the sound for you. And of course, your clue is that it is something from nature, something God made. <laughs> I always say that, don't I? <laughs> All right, here we go. Are you ready? Here is today's sound. <laughs> okay. Hmm. All right, you can think about that a little bit, even though maybe you guys already know what it is, but we'll come back and check the answer at the end of our episode to see if your guess was right. Alrighty, everyone, it's that time of the show. It's time to visit our Pretend-O-Matic. That is, of course, my pretend time machine. Of course, since Bible characters were real people, it's a lot of fun having our Pretend-O-Matic to be able to pretend to go back in time and talk to them. And last time here, we were talking to Zachariah and Elizabeth, actually, mostly Elizabeth, because Zachariah wasn't able to talk anymore. Oh, all right, let's go back to them. Let me turn on the Pretendomatic and enter our coordinates. All right, we're back. Oh, and there's Elizabeth and Zachariah again. Uh, hello, uh, hi, both of you. How are you doing? We are doing fine. But Zachariah still can't talk. Right. Yes, he still can't talk. Okay, so last time you were about to tell me what happened. He, he came home, couldn't talk. You found a parchment for him to write on. What did he, what did he say or, or write? Right. Well, he explained this very unusual day he had. He started at the top telling me that while he was in the temple, an angel came to him. Whoa, an angel? Like, like an, like an actual angel? Right, like an actual angel. Zachariah, even though he's a wonderful man of God, um, well, he was startled by this. Yeah, I mean, wow, I, I think I would be pretty startled too. Right, but the first thing the angel said was, don't be afraid, Zachariah. Wow, so the angel even knew his name and everything. That's what he said the angel said. Whoa. Well, then what? 
Well, then came the shocking part. The angel told him that I would have a son soon, and that he is to name him John. Whoa. Okay, that that's pretty amazing. Uh, man, any, anything else? Yes. Apparently, he also told him that we will be glad and joyful, that we will rejoice, and a few other things. I think the most impressive thing was that this son would help many people turn back to God, that he would be a man with the spirit of Elijah, preparing for the coming of the Messiah. Wow, that's incredible. That's not the type of thing you hear every day, right? Look at, look at Zechariah. He's shaking his head no. <laughs> wow. Right. We were both shocked. But uh, this is where, um, well, I guess Zechariah miscalculated. Oh, miscalculated? What do you mean? Um, well, I guess he's pretty upset with himself about how he responded to the angel at that point. Uh-oh. What? what? What did he say? Well, I mean, this is a pretty big piece of shocking news that he just heard, and, well, uh, he looked at the angel and said, Could this be true? How can I know this will happen? I'm so old. Elizabeth is so old, way too old to have children. Aha, I see. Yeah, well, let's just say the angel didn't appreciate his message being questioned. Right. I mean, he did just travel a bazillion miles from heaven to personally deliver a message from God. Right. I don't think either of us thought about it that way. I guess his first instinct was just to question something so, so, so hard to believe. I mean, it's true. My childbearing years passed decades ago. I get it. And, and now here is this angel saying you're going to have a baby. Exactly. The whole thing was just, well, a little too incredible. Wow. So what did the angel say? Well, that's interesting that you would ask. How would an angel respond after traveling so far and then be questioned about the truthfulness about his message? From God himself! Right. Well, Zechariah says the first thing he said was his name. And then, um, well, some pretty hard words to hear. Whoa, wow. I wonder what the angel said and what the angel said his name was. Well, well, we'll come back shortly to see what was on his mind. Hello, listeners. I'm so glad that you're joining me on the show today. I also want to invite you to check out our video content as well. We have a new platform now that we're compiling all of our video and audio work. Hundreds of things to watch and listen to. And we keep adding more. For more information, please visit kidsbibleflix.com. That's flicks with an X. All right, it's time for some random nature facts. Today I'm going to talk about some bizarre bugs. If you get creeped out with bugs, you're going to love our creepy crawlies today. These are some of the most unusual creepy crawlies in the world. And for some reason, I wasn't even feeling itchy while talking about this. <laughs> You know, God made these bugs, and lucky for you, you don't have to worry about them crawling right into your ears as you listen. <laughs> That'd be weird. The first one I wanted to mention was the Macrodontia cervicornis. And this is one big bug. 
they can grow up to eight inches long or 20 centimeters. What's amazing is that even though they're so big, these giant beetles can still fly. <laughs> can you imagine? You're riding your bike down the street and you run into one of these? Whoa, keep your mouth closed and <laughs> definitely wear a helmet. The next one, Phasmatodia. These bugs are commonly called stick bugs or walking sticks because they look like a stick. If you spend most of your time in the trees and bushes looking for a leafy snack like some creatures, what better way to blend in than by looking like a stick? Some grow so big, you might actually call them branch bugs. <laughs> the largest ones can be over 21 inches long, or 53 centimeters, with its legs stretched out. Wow, that's like the length of your arm. The giant millipede. The giant millipede is one of the longest bugs in the world, reaching close to a foot in length. That's about 30 centimeters. Surprisingly, baby millipedes eat the dung of their parents. Yes, dung is poop. <laughs> and yes, that sounds gross, but this makes the food easier for the baby to swallow and also transfers some helpful bacteria from the parent to the baby. <laughs> Do not try this at home, please. And the last one, the cicada. The cicada is one loud bug. If this bug were in school, it would be at the principal's office all day for being too noisy. At close range, the song of the cicada has been measured at up to 100 decibels. Just think, a lawnmower is about 90 decibels, and a car horn is about 110 decibels. Now, unlike grasshoppers that make noise by rubbing their legs together, cicadas have a vibrating membrane called a timbal that makes all that noise. They're so loud, they can be heard up to a mile away, or 1.6 kilometers. <laughs> Some seriously loud bugs. I know bugs can be kind of creepy and scary, but let's not forget that they are also part of God's amazing animal kingdom. Alrighty everyone, it is time for a humor break. Time to be silly. Time for silly minute. I have three great jokes sent in today, and the first one comes to us from Ketsia and Anna in Hong Kong. And they sent. How does Moses make his tea every morning? The answer? He brews it. He brews it. Get it? He brews? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's clever. <laughs> All right. The next one is from Kevin in Loveland, Colorado. My manager told me to have a good day. So I didn't go to work. <laughs> Oh boy, I wish all, all the parents probably wish they could do that all the time, right? <laughs> no. All right, here's the last one from Jeff in South Bend, Indiana. Why did the drum go to bed? It was beat. <laughs> all right. Oh, thank you everyone for sending those in. Love to get the giggles out. And of course, if you have some squeaky clean jokes that you'd like to share on the show, we need you to send them in. Please go to our website right now. We're getting low on some, so please go to the website and send some in. Rick Hoyt was born in 1962 as a spastic quadriplegic with cerebral palsy. His parents were told that he would be a vegetable all his life and would never be able to speak or walk. And soon they discovered intelligence. When he was 12, engineers made a device where he could communicate by tapping out letters and words using his head movements. Cool! His first words were, 
Go Bruins! <laughs> he was a sports fan. When Rick was 15, his school was sponsoring a five-mile race, and Rick wanted to be in it. So he tapped, Dad, I want to do that. Now, his dad, Dick Hoyt, was not a runner, but embraced the challenge and surprised everyone that day by finishing the race by pushing his son five miles in a wheelchair. Wow. The real victory was when after the race, Rick tapped out on his device, Dad, when I'm running, it feels like I'm not handicapped. Wow. Dick discovered that making his son happy was the greatest feeling in the world. And after that, Dick began to train. Soon they were running distance races all the time. And in 2009, Team Hoyt ran their 1,000th race. Not only did they run marathons, they also competed in triathlons, including six Ironman triathlons of extreme distances, consisting of a 2.4 mile swim, 112 miles on bicycle, and finishing with a full 26.2 mile marathon. Wow. For the swimming part, Rick would sit in a little boat that was tied with a rope to his dad as he swam. And for the biking, Rick would ride on the front of a specially designed bicycle. In 1992, Team Hoyt even biked and ran across the United States. They went 3,735 miles in 45 days. That's about 6,000 kilometers. Rick's father's commitment reminds me of our father, God. God is faithful to you so much that he even gave his son for you. All right, let's get back to the Pretendomatic and our talk with Elizabeth and Zechariah. So, so you have me super curious. Um, first of all, what did the angel say his name was? Well, apparently the angel first responded by saying his name was Gabriel. Gabriel, interesting. I actually have a few friends named Gabriel, and one of them is this young guy that's a really good soccer player. What? What is soccer? Oh, uh, sorry, never mind. Uh, so what else did this uh, Gabriel angel say? Well, apparently the angel was a little um, annoyed, I guess, by Zachariah's reaction. He then says, I'm bringing you incredible news directly from God, but you don't believe me? Yikes. Exactly. I mean, it's good to ask questions, but when God himself has sent a message from across the entire universe? Exactly. You listen. Wow, so uh, what else did he say? Well, then apparently he then tells Zechariah that since he didn't believe him, he would now be silent and unable to speak until this miracle baby is born. Whoa. Ooh. Really? That's it. At this point, the angel then left, and Zachariah was just there, left alone. And, well, he immediately realized that the angel was right. He couldn't talk. He couldn't talk. Wow. And then what? Well, he says he was pretty freaked out about the whole thing and was afraid of coming out of the temple. Huh, and there was a whole bunch of people there waiting for him to come out. Right, but I guess after a long time inside, he finally came out to the people. Wow, how did that go? Well, naturally, he comes out and he can't speak. 
they were able to figure out pretty quick. They seemed to know that something had happened in there, and they figured that he must have seen a vision or something inside the sanctuary. Wow, okay, interesting. So they can clearly see that something is up. For sure. The interesting thing is that he didn't just come home. He stayed and finished out his day there at the temple. Even though he couldn't talk? Right. He finished up and came home to me. Wow. And ever since, we've been here talking about this. Well, me talking, he writing. You can see our little stack of parchment papers there as I've been trying to figure out everything that's happened today. Wow. What a day it's been. You can say that again. So, now what? Well, I don't know. I guess we're going to first have to go out and buy a lot more of parchment paper. (laughs) That's true, huh? If the angel says he's not going to be able to talk till the baby is born, we're talking about nine months. Uh, yep, that sounds about right. Wow, I hadn't thought about it that way. We're going to need a lot of parchment paper. Well, I'm assuming you both accepted this message from the angel as true at this point. One hundred percent. God can sometimes work in very mysterious ways, and we should always be ready and willing to listen to his plans for our lives. Wow. Well, if it's okay with you guys, I'd I'd love to stop by again in a few months to see how you guys are doing. You are welcome back anytime. Wow, well, we'll definitely come back in our next episode and get an update. We'll probably program the Pretendomatic to jump ahead those few months, too. Alrighty, everyone, in just a moment, we're going to go check out the answers to the brain teaser, the what's it, and we're going to see how you do on today's game show. Hello, everyone. If you're enjoying this show, I hope and pray that you'll consider supporting us so that we can keep making these If you'd like to partner with us, even if it's for just $10 a month, please, we need your help. Please visit GodsGreatEarth.com. There's a button there that says support. Any amount of support helps us to be able to continue making this show. Okay, everyone, it's journal time. Let's get our journals out. And I think it's important to keep a journal because that's basically a blank book or some pages that you can write on to keep track of your thoughts. And by the way, this is only for you. No one else should ever read your journal because these are just thoughts between you and God. So my journaling question for you today is, in what ways do you think God can speak to you? And by the way, if you're looking for a special journal to write in, if you don't have one yet, please check out our website and get your own God's Great Earth journal. Alrighty, everyone, it is now finally time for Game Show. If you've been paying attention, which I'm sure you have, you can shout out the answer to these five questions I'm about to ask. Are you ready? Here we go with question number one. What was the name of the island in Hawaii that I was snorkeling on? That's right, Oahu. Very good. Let's check out question number two. What was the very first thing the angel said to Zachariah? Don't be afraid. Aha, that's right. Cool, let's check out question number three. What was the name of the angel that visited Zachariah? 
That's right, Gabriel. Nice thing. All right, let's check out question number four. What's the name of the bug that can reach a foot long or 30 centimeters? That's right, that giant millipede. <laughs> and our last question, question number five. What were the first words Rick Hoyt typed to his dad? That's right, go Bruins. <laughs> That's a hockey team in the United States. All right, good job, everyone. You've done so nice listening and paying attention today. Of course, now it is time to reveal the answer to today's brain teaser. Did you have enough time to think about it? I hope you have, because I am now about to give you the answer. But of course, I will tell you the brain teaser one last time, which was sent to us from Zimri S. in Taos, New Mexico. Here it was. What five-letter word becomes shorter when you add two letters to it? The word? Short. <laughs> For, short is a five-letter word, and when you add two, short-er, it becomes shorter. <laughs> oh, thank you, Zimri, for that. That was pretty awesome. Love it. And remember, if you have one that you want to share on the show, please go to the website, fill out the form. And lastly, before we finish up today, our show, we must reveal the answer to the what's it? What was that thing we heard? Of course, here is that sound one last time. Alrighty, and the answer is a donkey. <laughs> yeah, well, that was that's got to be one of our easiest ones. <laughs> Hopefully, you were able to get it. But next episodes is gonna be harder. I already know what it is. Let's see how you do. Well, I just can't believe that our time together is up. Remember, let's always be ready and willing to listen to God's leading in our lives. He wants the very best for you. Also, similar to Rick Hoyt's dad, our Father in Heaven is committed to you so much that he sent his son to sacrifice and to save us all. Lastly, keep in mind that when you are ready to make a decision to follow Jesus, you can do that and ask him to be the central part of your life for the rest of your life. Love God, love others, and change the world. We'll see you next time here on God's Great Earth.